Sedition. Sedition is overt conduct, such as speech and organization, that tends toward rebellion against the established order. Sedition often includes subversion of a constitution and incitement of discontent toward, or insurrection against, established authority. Sedition may include any commotion, though not aimed at direct and open violence against the laws. Seditious words in writing are seditious libel. A seditionist is one who engages in or promotes the interest of sedition. Because sedition is overt, it is typically not considered a subversive act and the overt acts that may be prosecutable under sedition laws vary from one legal code to another. Roman origin. Seditio, lit. Going apart, was the offense, in the later Roman Republic, of collective disobedience to a magistrate, including both military mutiny and civilian mob action. Leading or instigating seditio was punishable by death. Civil seditio became frequent during the political crisis of the 1st century BCE, as populist politicians sought to check the privileged classes by appealing to public assemblies. The Julio-Claudian emperors addressed this situation by abolishing elections and other duties of the assemblies. Under Tiberius the crime of seditio was subsumed in the law of majestas, which prohibited any utterance against the dignity of the emperor. Seditio has often been proposed as the offense for which Jesus was crucified, as described in Luke 23:14, inciting the people to rebellion, Greek, pi omicron sigma tau rho phi omicron nu tau alpha tau nu lambda alpha nu, leading the people astray. History and Common Law Jurisdictions The term sedition in its modern meaning first appeared in the Elizabethan era, 1590, as the notion of inciting by words or writings disaffection towards the state or constituted authority. The law developed in the Court of Star Chamber, relying on long-standing scandalum magnatum statutes and a broad repressive act of Mary I against literature that contained the encouraging, stirring or moving of any insurrection. That seditious statements were true was no defense, but rather an aggravating factor, since true statements were all the more potent. After the Star Chamber's dissolution, enforcement continued in the courts of assize and quarter sessions. Three classes of seditious offense were commonly charged, seditious words manifested by speaking, seditious libel by writing or publishing, and seditious conspiracy by active plotting. Although England adopted the name of the offense from Roman-derived civil law, it did not rely on the jurisprudence. United States. Civilian. The charge of seditious libel for true statements was weakened, but not abolished, in the 1735 New York case of Crown v. John Peter Zinger. Zinger had published attacks on Governor William Cosby that were well received in the province. The Attorney General charged him by criminal information, bypassing the grand jury process, and Zinger was acquitted by a trial jury. President John Adams signed into law the Sedition Act of 1798, which set out punishments of up to two years of imprisonment for opposing or resisting any law of the United States or writing or publishing false, scandalous, and malicious writing about the President or the U.S. Congress, though not the office of the Vice President, then occupied by Adams' political opponent Thomas Jefferson. This act of Congress was allowed to expire in 1801 after Jefferson's election to the presidency, Jefferson pardoned those still serving sentences, and fines were repaid by the government. This law was never appealed to the United States Supreme Court, which had not yet established its power to invalidate laws passed by Congress granted in Marbury v. Madison, but opponents claimed it was unconstitutional under the First Amendment. In the Espionage Act of 1917, Section 3 made it a federal crime, punishable by up to 20 years of imprisonment and a fine of up to $10,000, 
to willfully spread false news of the United States Army or Navy with an intent to disrupt its operations, to foment mutiny in their ranks, or to obstruct recruiting. This Act of Congress was amended by the Sedition Act of 1918, which expanded the scope of the Espionage Act to any statement criticizing the government of the United States. These laws were upheld by the Supreme Court in the 1919 decision Schenck v. United States, concerning distribution of flyers urging men to resist the draft, and Abrams v. United States, concerning leaflets urging cessation of weapons production. Schenck led to the shouting fire in a crowded theater explanation of the limits of free speech. The laws were largely repealed in 1921, leaving laws forbidding foreign espionage in the United States and allowing military censorship of sensitive material. In 1940, the Alien Registration Act, or Smith Act, was passed, which made it a federal crime to advocate or to teach the desirability of overthrowing the United States government, or to be a member of any organization which does the same. It was often used against Communist Party organizations. This act was invoked in three major cases, one of which against the Socialist Workers' Party in Minneapolis in 1941, resulting in 23 convictions, and again in what became known as the Great Sedition Trial of 1944 in which a number of pro-Nazi figures were indicted but released when the prosecution ended in a mistrial. Also, a series of trials of 140 leaders of the Communist Party USA also relied upon the terms of the Smith Act beginning in 1949, and lasting until 1957. Although the U.S. Supreme Court upheld the convictions of 11 CPUSA leaders in 1951 in Dennis v. United States, that same court reversed itself in 1957 in the case of Yates v. United States, by ruling that teaching an ideal, no matter how harmful it may seem, does not equal advocating or planning its implementation. Although unused since at least 1961, the Smith Act remains a federal law. There was, however, a brief attempt to use the sedition laws, as defined by the Sedition Act of 1918 amendments to the Espionage Act of 1917, after socialist leagues in America distributed leaflets calling for resisting the draft. Those amendments were deemed incompatible with freedom of speech under American law, in spite of the exceptional circumstances that led to those laws, against protesters of the Vietnam War. On October 17, 1967, two demonstrators, while engaged in a sit-in at the Army Induction Center in Oakland, California, were arrested and charged with sedition by a deputy U.S. Marshal. U.S. Attorney Cecil Poole changed the charge to trespassing. Poole said, three guys reaching up and touching the leg of an inductee, and that's conspiracy to commit sedition? That's ridiculous. The marshals were in the process of stepping on the demonstrators as they attempted to enter the building, and the demonstrators were trying to protect themselves from the marshals' feet. Attorney Poole later added, we'll decide what to prosecute, not marshals. This decision drew the ire of California Senator George Murphy, who would later block Poole's confirmation to a federal judgeship in response. In 1981, Oscar Lopez Rivera, a Puerto Rican nationalist and Vietnam War veteran, was convicted and sentenced to 70 years in prison for seditious conspiracy, among other offenses, for his involvement in FON, a Puerto Rican independence group that carried out over 130 bombings in the United States. Rivera was tried for being a recruiter and bomb-making trainer. In 1999, he was among the 16 Puerto Rican nationalists offered conditional clemency by U.S. President Bill Clinton in 1999, but he rejected the offer. Then-Congressman, 
Now Governor of Puerto Rico Pedro Pierluisi stated that the primary reason that Lopez Rivera did not accept the clemency offer extended to him in 1999 was because it had not also been extended to certain fellow Puerto Rico independence movement prisoners, including Mr. Carlos Alberto Torres. Torres was released from prison in July 2010. In January 2017, President Barack Obama commuted Lopez Rivera's sentence, he was released May 2017, having served 36 years in prison. In 1987, 14 white supremacists were indicted by a federal grand jury for seditious conspiracy between July 1983 and March 1985. Some alleged conspirators were serving time for overt acts, such as the crimes committed by the order, bank robbery and the assassination of Allenberg. Others, such as Louis Beam and Richard Butler, were charged for their speech seen as spurring on the overt acts by the others. In April 1988, a federal jury in Arkansas acquitted all the accused of charges of seditious conspiracy. Some still had to serve lengthy prison sentences on other charges, though one defendant, Glenn Miller, would later kill three people in shootings at Jewish community centers in 2014. On October 1, 1995, Omar Abdelrahman and nine others were convicted of seditious conspiracy after the 1993 World Trade Center bombing. Laura Berg, a nurse at a U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs hospital in New Mexico, was investigated for sedition in September 2005 after writing a letter to the editor of a local newspaper, accusing several national leaders of criminal negligence. Though their action was later deemed unwarranted by the director of veteran affairs, local human resources personnel took it upon themselves to request an FBI investigation. Ms. Berg was represented by the ACLU. Charges were dropped in 2006. On March 28, 2010, nine members of the Hutari Christian Patriot Militia were arrested and charged with crimes including seditious conspiracy. In August 2012, U.S. District Judge Victoria Roberts dismissed all serious charges against the remaining defendants, including sedition, and rebuked prosecutors for bringing the case. One man, Jacob Ward, was found not competent to stand trial. Three of the men, Joshua John Clough, David Brian Stone Sr., the leader of the group, and his son Joshua Stone, pleaded guilty to weapons charges. On January 13, 2022, 11 members or associates of the militia group Oath Keepers, including founder Stuart Rhodes, were charged with seditious conspiracy for their involvement with a January 6 United States Capitol attack. In 2022, three of the charged Oath Keepers pled guilty to the crime, becoming the first conviction since 1995. On November 29, 2022, Rhodes, after pleading not guilty in January 2022, was convicted of seditious conspiracy, becoming the first person convicted by a jury of the crime in 27 years. On January 23, 2023, four additional Oath Keepers were found guilty. On 6 June, 2022, five members or associates of the militia group Proud Boys, including the former chairman, Enrique Tario, were indicted for seditious conspiracy for their involvement in the January 6 United States Capitol attack. Military. Sedition is a punishable offense under Article 94 of the Uniform Code of Military Justice. Canada. In Canada, sedition, which includes speaking seditious words, publishing a seditious libel, and being party to a seditious conspiracy, is an indictable offense, for which the maximum punishment is a 14 years imprisonment. For military personnel, Section 82 of the National Defense Act cites seditious offenses as advocating governmental change by force, punishable by imprisonment for life or to less. 
Service offenses up to two years imprisonment are served in a military prison, followed by transfer to a penitentiary for the remainder of the sentence. During World War II, Kamilyan Hoot campaigned against conscription. On August 2, 1940, Hoot publicly urged the men of Quebec to ignore the national registration measure introduced by the federal government. Three days later, he was placed under arrest by the Royal Canadian Mounted Police on charges of sedition, and then confined without trial in internment camps in Petawawa, Ontario and Ripples, New Brunswick until 1944. Upon his release on August 18, 1944, he was greeted by a cheering crowd of 50,000 Montrealers, and won back his job as Montreal mayor in 1944's civic election. United Kingdom Sedition was a common law offense in the UK. James Fitzjames Stevens Digest of the Criminal Law stated that A seditious intention is an intention to bring into hatred or contempt, or to excite disaffection against the person of His Majesty, his heirs or successors, or the government and constitution of the United Kingdom, as by law established, or either House of Parliament, or the administration of justice, or to excite His Majesty's subjects to attempt otherwise than by lawful means, the alteration of any matter in church or state by law established, or to incite any person to commit any crime in disturbance of the peace, or to raise discontent or disaffection amongst His Majesty's subjects, or to promote feelings of ill will and hostility between different classes of such subjects. An intention to show that His Majesty has been misled or mistaken in his measures, or to point out errors or defects in the government or constitution as by law established, with a view to their reformation, or to excite His Majesty's subjects to attempt by lawful means the alteration of any matter in church or state by law established, or to point out, in order to secure their removal, matters which are producing, or have a tendency to produce, feelings of hatred and ill will between classes of His Majesty's subjects, is not a seditious intention. Stephen in his History of the Criminal Law of England accepted the view that a seditious libel was nothing short of a direct incitement to disorder and violence. He stated that the modern view of the law was plainly and fully set out by Littledale J. in Collins. In that case the jury were instructed that they could convict of seditious libel only if they were satisfied that the defendant meant that the people should make use of physical force as their own resource to obtain justice, and meant to excite the people to take the power into their own hands and meant to excite them to tumult and disorder. The last prosecution for sedition in the United Kingdom was in 1972, when three people were charged with seditious conspiracy and uttering seditious words for attempting to recruit people to travel to Northern Ireland to fight in support of Republicans. The seditious conspiracy charge was dropped, but the men received suspended sentences for uttering seditious words and for offenses against the Public Order Act 1936. In 1977, a law commission working paper recommended that the common law offense of sedition in England and Wales be abolished. They said that they thought that this offense was redundant and that it was not necessary to have any offense of sedition. However this proposal was not implemented until 2009, when sedition and seditious libel as common law offenses were abolished in England and Wales and in Northern Ireland by Section 73 of the Coroners and Justice Act 2009, with effect on January 12, 2010. Sedition by an alien is still an offense under Section 3 of the Aliens Restriction, Amendment, Act 1919. In Scotland, Section 51 of the Criminal Justice and Licensing, Scotland, Act 2010 abolished the common law offenses of sedition and leasing making with effect from March 28, 2011.